the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 210 for October 4th, 2018. This week we talk about gay stereotypes, presidential alerts, how to get what you want, getting too close to wild animals, therapy, and Nintendo Switch Online. So stick around for the The show. One, two, three, clap. Ah, good morning, Happy good October. morning. It's the morning of October. Oh my God, we both started singing. Wow, it's like we're gay. Oh my God, musical edition of the podcast. Did I ever say that like, I, okay, Did I don't want to be- say that like, this is me talking. You gotta sing okay. everything you say. Oh God, talk about a podcast no one will listen to. <laughs> Uh, this one already? Honey? Oh. 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 I'm sure there's like there's like a musical theater podcast. I just like, I would get so like cringed. I get like secondhand embarrassment listening to like a musical theater podcast that's everyone just singing all the time. Yeah, I can't. I'm not a, I'm not a musical theater gay so much. That's okay. That's what I was going to say. But like when I say, <clears throat> sorry, mucusy, you know, because I'm always mucusy. Um, when I say I'm not a musical theater gay, I sound like one of those gays that's like, oh, I'm not, I, I'm not like a, I'm, I'm not like those other gays. Oh, you know? like you're, honey, I think our core audience knows that we're plenty gay. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, there, uh, they there are they plenty, know that am, we're not going to undermine the I'm gay community. I'm hitting the nail on the head in plenty categories. It's just that musical theater is one that I am not, I'm not yeah, very I interested just, in. Yeah, uh, I just, I mean, High School Musical, though, is a classic. You can't. Well, you yeah, know. because Disney, Disney Kid won. You can't. Disney Horse deny, won. Uh, High School Musical. Mm-hmm. But I'm not in, I'm not into shows usually. But I feel shoot, like if you are, I don't care. But I'd love to sing. I'd love to sing an episode of the podcast. I mean, will I'll I'll, I'll I'll put that into our our management and see if they approve that. And by uh, management, ding, ding, I mean ding. I'm the manager. Piggy. Oh, he would love that too. Shoot, I sing to Piggy all day long, honey. He's screaming inside his head. <laughs> no wonder why his eyes are trying to escape his body. <laughs> oh my God! Speaking. Of. Piggy's what? about to turn one year old. Oh, shit. I know. On the 15th, which we're going to be in Arkansas, though. He's going to have a babysitter that day. So, Wait, uh, are you bringing Piggy to Arkansas or are you? No, 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 no. He, mm-hmm. uh, he may go with Justin home for Christmas, but we're just mm. going to be in Arkansas like two nights. So our friend is going to be staying here with Piggy. Uh, and then when we come back, we're taking off the next day so we can finally take Piggy to the vet. He'll be one year old and we can finally talk to them about allergy medication because he hasn't been allowed to have it s- until he's one year old. Because he's too young. He's, uh, uh, oh God, oh, sneeze. I thought it's like one of the, available on a... oh yeah, too young now available uh, on, I'm, I think I'm catching a cold, iTunes and Amazon. I, aren't you usually this gross though? Well, yes, I You're am usually gross. this yeah. gross. <clears throat> yeah. Apologies. I don't know. Every time I talk to Joe, I just feel like I get sicker and sicker. <laughs> Honey, I have that effect on people. So it's not you're, just you. You're just like Any a walking who's. chlamydia. Any hoozles about my dog. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been getting a... Well, right before we started recording, I was looking at uh, the puppy cake mixes. Mm, not yeah. cake mixes you use puppies in. That's mm-hmm. not good. Well, those are my favorite. I, it's one and a half small dogs per mix. Oh, no. Uh-oh. You'll see, you were so worried about offending the gays, and now you just offended everybody who's ever owned a dog. That's true. So, I've never anyway, owned a dog, so I'm fine with that. I think we're going to do it. I think we're going to get a puppy cake mix, and then, I don't know, some toys. I don't know. What do you do for your dog's first birthday? I don't know. I feel like celebrating your celebrating your dog's birthday is a very, Uh-oh. I'm a homosexual, I Uh-oh. don't have kids, this is my kid thing to do. <laughs> I'm not saying it's Uh-oh. a bad thing. It's just that, like, honey, you know how we were talking about stereotypes, honey? That's a stereotype, honey. Celebrating your dog's birthday, honey. Well, then oh, you see, honey. I'm not offending anybody by saying I don't like musicals. That's true. Heaven forbid I don't like musicals. Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. to Betsy. Heaven's to be, H to B, honey. H to B, hunty. Um, how are you in your soulless, dogless life? <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> you're absolutely not wrong. I'm good. No, I just I got back. My I was. Oh, go on. I, oh, I, you're you're just passing out on mm-hmm. me. 
what does this microphone do? I don't know. I um, I'm ever good. Ever since I started wearing my glasses, I just hit shit. Your anyway. depth perception's off. You don't know where anything I, is. Something's wrong. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Continue. Um, I went to Yellowstone National Park, which is not Jellystone, which is Joe's National Park. Do you see um, Yogi? I I did I didn't see Yogi, but I saw Yogi's cousins. Did you actually see bears? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I saw I saw a couple bears. I saw um like one black bear, and I saw two grizzly bears allegedly that were like 150 million light years away, like on a mountaintop. We had to use a spotting scope. We were looking for bears Excuse like me. all three a days, what? and we a, sp- a spotting scope. You know, a binocular. It's like a binocular, but you cut it in half and it's bigger. A monocular. It's like a monocular, but it's like ten times bigger than that. And you like you have to put oh, it on a, a mega tripod. Mon. Mega monocular. A mega mega mon. Digimon. Mega mon. It's a Digimon. <gasps> Digital monsters. Digivolving. <laughs> Did you actually watch Digimon? What is this? Yes, I was fucking hardcore. I owned the PC game, honey. They had a PC. I could not. Be- I cannot believe this. They've had many Digimon games, honey. I Saru-mon, honestly, I shouldn't be surprised. Mega, mega I, could, I shouldn't be surprised that they Cookie-mon. have targeted Cookie Monster, Cookie-mon. my favorite Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> Marichan, oh. my so, the ramen monster. Did how close was the closest bear to you? Oh, I don't know. Honey, like, besides your dad, honey. Oh, oh, oh. he's not really a bear since he's losing all his hair. So. Uh, oh Hashtag facts. Oh, um, no. I don't know. We, we didn't see. We only saw a couple bears. And like you usually see black bears in the park. Like black bears are, are fairly common around, you know, the U.S. in general. But grizzly bears are the ones that are rare. And they're the ones that are more dangerous. They're the ones that you hear about, like people getting mauled by. And like the mom enters the t- like the campsite at night and like eats all the children and rips off, you know, rips out the campfire and the tent and stuff and then leaves. Oh, and then they sure. find the, the dead bodies there. I don't know. Is that just a Montana thing that doesn't happen everywhere? No, Anyways. I've seen that documentary, honey. About the, the bears? man or yeah, whatever? Goldie, it, it's, her name's Goldilocks, and then there's three bears, oh, and honey. she enters their den, and there's there's like three a whole bears, kitchen honey? set. Sounds like my early 20s, honey. <sighs> honey. honey. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a blatant lie, and we all know it. Uh, okay, it was only two. Honey. And I wouldn't oh, have called them bears Trixie. at that time either. Yeah, whatever. Um... And so, yeah, I guess the the bear that we saw that was closest to us was probably like, I don't know, like 100 yards away. Ooh, throw a football we, at it. Right, exactly. We were like in a car. It was like across. It was like on a like mountainside or it was a black bear. The grizzly bears, we only saw two of them and they were forever away. You could only see them with the spotting scope. Um, But usually you see them closer. So we didn't have very good luck with bears. We saw about 50 billion bison because there's bison everywhere in Yellowstone National Park because they're protected there and they don't like them leaving the park and, and you can't shoot them. And so there's bison everywhere. And it's, it's like there's so many bison. It's annoying because we think like we're looking for bears on a mountainside and we're like, oh, it's a bear. And then we put the spotting scope on it and it's a bison because they're both brown and big. And so the bison just got annoying after a while. Um, but we saw a couple coyotes. We saw some wolves. Um, I saw some ducks. Ducks are always nice. Wow. Um, and I, I saw two moose. I saw some moose. I finally saw some moose. I haven't seen a moose in 10 years. And they're fucking scary. Moose are giant and scary. And like, I just imagine <clears throat> you carrying a backpack. How am I, how am I gonna, how, I don't. Honey, first of all, I don't carry anything. <laughs> Second of all. Things carry you. I would you. never be in the woods. That's true. The thing third about, of all, there's no third. There is no third. Um, the thing about moose that's that's just weird is that their their upper body is just like so bulky, and then the the four legs that they stand on are like super super skinny. So they just they're look just really dainty, honey. They like to tiptoe through the forest. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like they're tiptoeing through the forest, and then they spot you, and then they charge you, and they kill you. That's what happens. Um, well, so you know. Yeah, but man. we had a we had a very good time. It was for my mother's birthday. I got her a new hand vacuum, you know, because that's what she asked for because she's crazy. She doesn't ask for anything fun. But we rented this cute little cabin and it was super nice. My sister was there and her boyfriend and my family. And we all had a good time just kind of hanging out, um, driving around, looking for animals. Um, it was it was good. It was it was super fun and it was relaxing. I kind of got off the grid a little bit, which was good for me. But now back to the old internet, the the interwebs, Netscape Navigator, dial wow. up America Online. I didn't even know you were gone. Honestly, I'm not surprised. 
<laughs> I'm not surprised in the slightest. I did you know there was a bison farm in the hometown in my hometown I grew up in. Was it like a petting zoo? No, they just had bison. It was like yeah. a bison farm conservatory something. I don't know. Like, you can eat them though, right? They're bison. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you can eat bison. Bison. Um, I don't know. When people come to Montana, they like they're like, ooh, like I want to have a bison burger. It's like no one eats bison burgers here except for like the Californians that come up that go to restaurants and ask for bison burgers. They're like, oh, okay, you're a Californian. You want to eat a bison burger? Like that's what. Well, that's like, what you excuse do. me for mm-hmm. wanting to try something new, honey. Uh, trying things new in 2018? No, I'm stuck in my rut. But yeah, you can eat bison, you can eat elk, um, you can eat moose, apparently. I've never eaten moose. Um, I'm, I don't think it would taste very good. The thing with, like, moose and elk is that they're very lean animals, and so, like, the meat is very, like, dry. So, it's not my favorite meat in the world. I don't know. I'm sticking with that good old grade-A American beef, honey. Honey. That's what I'm sticking with. But there's something I, I did want to say, is sure. that there's lots and lots of tourists that come to Yellowstone from all around the world. They come to all, all these national parks, obviously. But there's bison everywhere. They, they're, like, crossing the road. Like, they are literally everywhere. And what a lot of tourists don't understand, and a lot of these tourists aren't from America. A lot of these, to- a lot of these tourists aren't. What are you about to say? I'm saying that they're Uh-oh. Chinese tourists, Joe. I'm saying that they're Chinese tourists and they don't understand that bison are dangerous. And I got a picture. This happens super frequently. I got a picture of, like, a group of Chinese tourists. They are Chinese specifically. Um... And I don't, I don't know why, because they're, they're just, they like the Yellowstone National Park. They like visiting American places. It's great. Like, lo- love it. But they are putting themselves in these situations where they are literally 15 feet away from a bison who's like angry and ready to charge. And they just don't understand that these animals are like wild animals. Like they can attack you and they have attacked people doing this before. And I got a couple pictures. Like my family and I were so flabbergasted. So instead of warning them, you took pictures. Well, I mean, it's uh, yes, that's exactly what I did. (laughs) Sure. Um, Of course. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I did. They've just they've only got pandas over there. Panda's not going to jump on you, you know? If it does, it just wants to hug. Is that right? I don't see, know. Me, I'm not a see, panda me, expert. See, me from a Western perspective, I'm like, oh, pandas are so cuddly. It's probably the same exact thing with like right? someone from, from an Asian perspective thinking, oh, bison are so cuddly. And they're pro- both probably super dangerous. Uh, Excuse me. Everyone who goes to China should ha- at least attempt to hug one or two pandai. Uh, but you ha- have you watched videos of baby pandas? They're so cute. Isn't that the reason they're getting extinct is because they're not afraid of anyone and they want to be everyone's friend. And then they rock up to someone and they sh- someone shoots them. I think the reason why they're extinct is because they're so fucking lazy. They don't even want to fuck other pandas. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ugh. Anyway, they, all they do is sleep and eat. Like, talk about the life. Honestly, don't actually try to hug a panda. It might actually be against the law in China as well. You might not well, supposed to be touch them. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, know. I don't understand Chinese law. I'm not a Chinese law expert. I'm not a panda expert. But what I do know is that if you do go to Yellowstone National Park, pro tip, stay in your vehicle, please. Take Stay pictures your from lane. your vehicle. Stay in and your lane. Deep. Don't walk up to wild animals. It's very, very dangerous. It's, you know, people get attacked all the time. And they're never, they're always like tourists. They're, they're all, they're, it's never natives. Well, like, no one lives in Yellowstone National Park, do they? Well, of like pe- people in Montana and Wyoming, like, are, and, and oh. are, are growing up around, you know, those types of animals. We oh, understand growing up. Oh my God, you understand them. Yeah, it's like, it's like we understand that wild animals are dangerous. Oh Apparently, it's 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 just a little bit of ignorance. So that's my pro tip. If you ever go to a national park and there's wild animals, please stay in your vehicle at all times. Hands, feet, arms in the vehicle at wow. all times for the ride. You know, they could have used that, someone like you, in the first Jurassic Park. Oh, honey. Oh, oh honey. honey. Oh, honey. I haven't seen the first Jurassic Park in such a long time. Like, it's been it's a long time since one. I've seen it. It's that one and maybe the third one. And the second one obviously makes the rest of them look shitty. As he- mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in comparison. But they're I'm shitty like, anyway. I'm like afraid to watch. It's like it's kind of one of the situations where I'm afraid to watch older movies. And by older, I mean like 10, 15 years old. Because that was like the prime age where they were like, oh, we're going to use CGI. And this is the best CGI is ever going to look. And then you look at it now and it's like, this looks like three no. sock puppets. In, it looks you know, amazing still. That was 22 years ago. So, th- so this was actually good. Or more than that. Was I five or was I eight? I think I might have been five. So it was like 25 years age. ago. 
And honey, it still looks better than like the new fucking Jurassic Parks. I haven't like, seen. They, and no, they didn't I use, think I've seen the new one. They didn't just use, uh, uh, you know, CGI. They used. Oh, like, weren't they using like the animatronics and stuff? That stuff is classic. It looks it's it looks real because it was there. You know, it looks real because they were real dinosaurs back then. They had real dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. They they hired real dinosaur actors. And uh, and that's that on that. So you know who you never see playing dinosaurs anymore? Dinosaur actors. Wow, shouldn't they stay in their lane? <laughs> we're we're treading, we're treading, treading, Anywho, treading waters. Uh, I've got a I've got a story. Well, thank you for the PSA. First yeah, of all, yeah, PSA, PTA. Uh, this is from the British Psychological Society Research Digest. Are they you finally going to put me in a in a institution? I don't know. I don't that they I assume these are good creds, good credentials. Uh, oh, okay. so a new paper. This is from a new paper in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. It suggests that uh, when given an either or situation, honey, are you ready for me to butcher psychology right now? Either dot I or. Honey, explain it like I'm five. Honey, more like explain it like I died. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Okay, so uh, let's say this. You're going to eat at a restaurant, and there's like two free spaces, and you're with your one friend. One of them is like a super c- comfortable chair, and the other one is like a shitty stool or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you either take the better seat, or do you offer it to the other person? Oh, God. Say, let, say it's your friend, mm-hmm. not a stranger. It's a friend. There are two seats, one's shitty, one's great. Do you say you choose? Or do you take the shitty one or do you take the good one? I usually say you choose. And that is the correct answer because according yes! to the study, most people who say you choose who are they they say that in an attempt to make themselves look better, but then the person whose choice it is generally takes the shittier one. Yeah, yeah. Oh and my god, so that's you so end true. Up looking better and getting what you want. Honey, this is Honey. manipulation 101. They they did a few tests of stumps of various situations like that with like uh like one of the options was a good granola bar and like a shitty granola bar kind of situation. It's like and, a, it's like uh, one of those Quaker chewy granola bars versus like the Nature Valley like crumbles sure, into a million pieces granola sure. bars. I was thinking more like a Cliff Bar or something like that. But oh, Cliff Bars taste like actual wallpaper. If you think Nature Valley is fancy, then that's fine with. That's fine, <laughs> if you think that's fancy, I mean, if I don't you... know, you know, <laughs> what poor society you live in, but. Yikes. Uh, nearly 70% said they would choose to abdicate the decision. And then uh, they talked about it with strangers, like if it weren't your friend, but if it were a stranger, hmm. uh, how people would change their minds. And a lot of people at first said they would choose first, like it didn't matter as much. Yeah. Uh, they would go for the more comfortable thing. But then they were told that the stranger had abdicated the decision to them. And then they decided that if a, in another decision, they would abdicate as well. Interesting. So, abdicators, uh, in summary, perceived as generous, but also get a larger slice of the pie. Uh, what a mind fuck. So they say, uh, give up your cake and eat it too. Wow. Amazing. If if you if we were ever on a bus together and there were two seats, they would probably just both be shitty. Honey, so first it of wouldn't all, even matter. I would throw you off of that bus. <laughs> I would have we, you thrown off of that bus. Whoever whoever gets run over by the bus first wins. <laughs> That's how uh, that works. Well, I just thought I'd bring this article to the table for like all of you selfish people, you know. Me. Um but then again though, well I guess you if I think if you're if you're selfish, you honestly you probably don't care what the other person thinks. So like mm-hmm. if you choose the better option yourself, you probably don't really care that you're also not being perceived as very well. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess it's a win-win situation unless you just actively sh- choose the shittier one yourself, which is the which is my <laughs> right. problem a yeah. lot of the time. That's like the only real way you can lose is if you're offered you and your friend are offered two granola bars, a shitty one and a great one and you're like, "I'll take the shitty one." Then you've lost. You lost and you did it to yourself. You lost and you did it to yourself. So you have no one else to blame but you. <laughs> you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Fucking oh, idiot. And you don't deserve the nutrition from the good granola bar. Speaking of fucking idiots, did you get 
the presidential alert like 20 minutes ago? Yeah, mine didn't say presidential alert, though, I don't think. See, I didn't get the alert at all. Well, and what did, was your phone like hacked to death? Probably. I don't I, know. No, I mean, it's working you drop properly. It in the toilet again? Or have you, no, have I was, you side no, booted Mac OS on it or something? <laughs> or have it's probably possible. I'll have to look into that. <laughs> But no, I didn't get it at all. And so I'm like, what? What's the deal? Like, I checked my alerts. Like, I was like, oh, maybe it just didn't show up. And it, maybe they it's just, not. They forgot Montana existed. See, that's that's probably what happened. But I'm like, what if I'm living in like in like a different universe? Honey, take me there. Take me away, honey. Take me did anyone away. Else not get, did anyone else not get the alert? I'm sure everyone who isn't in the U.S. obviously didn't get the alert. And you're so lucky. <laughs> I want to know why they uh, uh, chose uh, well, to no, test no, it. No, no, no. Uh, uh, that's not, those, those aren't the, sorry. What? I, I oh, want to go. I want to go by Brittany. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Anywho, uh, sorry. Uh, I want to know why they decided to test it just now. Because like, I don't know. I feel like Trump would just be like, oh, let's test it because he's getting ready to, you know, use it a lot or something. Right. I, I know it's like supposed to be for emergencies and shit like, oh, there's a war or something. But I don't know. I, I don't like the fact that it could be used for bad under the wrong people. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know about it. Well, I, I mean, just just uh, I'll use my phone because it won't be getting the alerts. apparently. <laughs> well, they were supposed to do this. They were supposed to do this um, this test alert system a couple months ago i think and then they rescheduled it so i don't know at least it wasn't something horrible it was just like an actual test thing but like that that's the thing i don't want mm. we already have trump's twitter timeline we already have the news like i don't need any more ways for trump to get into my mind like i don't like i need to make him evacuate my mind in order to have a decent amount of mental health and sustain and you know be sane in this society I i don't need another way of him contacting me I was going to say, maybe it has to do with, like, time zones, but no, I think it was supposed to go out to everyone at the same time. No, yeah, it was supposed to go out to everyone. You didn't get it at all. Was your phone? No, my phone was on. on I was, like, I was watching a YouTube video, and then, like, I just checked Twitter afterwards, and everyone's like, oh, the presidential alert thing came off. Uh, And I was like, I didn't get it. And so then I was like, I, like, had to quadruple checked. There's a good chance that, like, you were watching YouTube on your phone. Yes, I was. Then I can um, I could see it like blocking it because it came up as a pop up. It wasn't like a text message for me, and mm. now like I can never see it again. It's gone from oh, my okay. phone once I closed it. So well, maybe I was like I wasn't looking it, at like, my phone when happening. it happened, but I didn't get any. Uh, there wasn't a sound. There wasn't anything. So maybe I did get it. I just didn't notice it. My parents, which is probably for the best. My parents said theirs like went crazy. Mine was just like a beep, and it popped up on my phone, and then I click like okay. Well, I remember like being around, being around my parents who have iPhones and they get some like weather alerts um, message or a like an amber alert, like a child's missing, which are I'm assuming are like the same sort of message that this presidential alert system is. And their phones like start like vibrating like crazy and their screens start going off. And it's like, Jesus Christ, it's just a child. Uh Oh, Anyway, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, so See, I'm assuming I get Amber alerts on my phone, and it like it makes that uh, that really annoying uh, like weather alert sound that like if you used to watch TV in the early 2000s and the 90s that like oh yeah like the yeah that horrible mm-hmm. tone it'll it'll <sighs> do that until I like, turn on the screen yeah you can That's turn it rude. off in Google settings but I'm like you know what it's the least I can fucking do to. When the world's ending and there's like nukes flying through the air, I just, I don't want to know. I just want to enjoy my last cooking YouTube video before I get bombed. Honey, it's going to be about five years before you even notice the world has gone in Montana. Okay. I mean, that's the thing. It's it's good because it's going to be a deserted wasteland, a nuclear holocaust wasteland in the U.S. And Montana is going to look exactly the same. So is that because it already looks like a post-apocalyptic yes. world or because yes. Yes. it won't be affected? Both. Both. <laughs> well, what's interesting is like there there are nuclear silos, like underground nuclear silos in Montana that like have nukes in them that like you can. That, I that think it's controlled by the, the government out because Arkansas used to have them too. Our, the house oh, really? I grew up in was less than a mile away from one of them. And you oh, could wow. actually there was a website that had put had them pointed out on Google Maps where they all used to be. Mm. And, I mean, there were dozens around central Arkansas, and you could still see the, like, outlines of the bunkers from where they were all filled in. 
So Ooh. I'm pretty sure they're all deactivated. You're so, probably uh, right. They, they, I don't believe they have nuclear warheads in them anymore. I just but, wish uh, they were, so I could just oh. pop in. Speaking of needing to be cleaned, the show is sponsored by Fucking Good Soap for dirty mouths and clean boardies. Use the promo code SHOW10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order at fuckinggoodsoap.com. And don't worry, they ship internationally. Patrick just sent Joe and I um, some samples of the pumpkin spice body butter. And it smells like pumpkin spice. It has the consistency of frosting, but apparently you aren't supposed to eat it. So don't eat it. Just put it on your body. This stuff smells amazing. I opened the jar and honey, I was instantly transported to autumn. And it's got really good moisturizing ingredients, too. It's got shea butter, coconut oil, olive oil. Uh, It's got some vitamin E in there, honey. Major props for it smelling like pumpkin spice. I am uh, ready for the winter, honey, with this. So if you want to pick up a pumpkin spice jar of body butter, um, you can go to fuckinggoodsoap.com. Use the promo code SHOW10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. And we thank Patrick so much for supporting the show. Did I tell you that I've never ridden a horse before and I'm from Montana? No, but you're not missing anything. It's literally the worst experience of my life. <laughs> Just get a Segway, okay? Just get a Segway. Just get it. It's so, it's so bumpy. And the horse is like an actual living thing and you never know what it's going to do. Ride a Segway, not a horse. Ride a Segway, honey. It was the it was the worst experience of my life. I mean, I don't know. I just it's one of those things on my bucket list because I feel like that I there's something wrong with me being that I'm from here and everyone, you know, you talk to people in high school or whatever and you tell them, oh, I'm from Montana. And they're like, oh, do you ride horses to school? And it's like, I've actually never ridden a horse. So that hurts. That like it hits me. It's close to home. So I don't know if I'm not missing anything, then maybe I I just shouldn't do it. Arkansas flip side to that is people people are always surprised to haven't ever shot a gun or gone hunting. Yeah, that makes sense. I would assume that people just say, "Oh, you you don't fuck your cousin?" and you're like, oh, "Well, honey. it was it was a one-time thing." Okay. <laughs> Everybody is a hot cousin. I've don't shot a gun. I went through hunter's safety at like 14. Wow. And I got my like my my hunting license and stuff and like that sort of shit. I shot a turkey. I ate the turkey. <gasps> it was a good turkey. I don't know if I could. I've shot a snake with a BB gun. Ooh, that's fun. From the porch. The snake uh, probably deserved it. Well, it was it was a striking at my cat at the time. See, that's the thing. Like, you got to use it for protection. Porch. You, you get away porch. from pumpkin now. Got my Shoot. BB gun, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love a BB it. gun. Love a good BB gun. That's the extent of my like my gun shooting. I've never shot that's anything. That's fine. Else. I'm not. You're, you're never, not missing anything. Part of me, like I go through phases where I'm like, just once, I want to like shoot a gun at a gun range, just to like see, that, see what that it would feels be so like. fun. I'd love to do that. I'd love to go down to a gun range and like shoot some targets. But like, I'm very staunchly like anti-guns mm-hmm. in general. But I just kind of want to feel what it feels like. See, you want to have see that if, like big can... dick energy of like, ooh, I have a gun. <laughs> I want to understand why people like it so much. I feel like it has, I don't it has like it. it's I feel like it's a masculinity complex, right? It's either a masculinity complex or like you are there's like a conspiracy theory that the government's gonna like rob you and take your guns away so you stockpile them. Like those are like the two angles I see. Honey, you just describe my family. Yeah you just, <laughs> you just you just said a mouthful. Well, I mean no, my dad has, has some guns, but he only uses them for hunting. Well, I would hope so. so. <laughs> Well, I mean, I don't. Well, you, there, there's people that like had that like buy like you know like um like AR-15s and shit just to have them because they're like they're pretty or they're they're like a gun collector or or I don't know. It, it just like people with a lot of guns that like don't hunt freak me out. I'm like, why do you have all those guns if you aren't using them like in the way that they're supposed to be used? I'm just I don't I'm. I'm just very anti-guns. I don't know. Just because... I don't I don't know. Honestly, it's probably the best way to be. I don't know. Who you, needs them? Just go to the grocery store. You don't need to shoot your animals. Just buy ones that's already shot. It's already, already dead, right? Exactly. Already, just get some tofu. Or, yeah, or just go vegan. So. I'm ready for them to start printing our meat. Uh, beat your meat with a um, printer. Like a uh, 3D printer meat. I, I'm ready. I want like a, I want a piece of meat that's like printed in a specific shape. Like I can choose the shape. I want a, I want a heart-shaped patty and then it prints oh, it out for me. That's not the shape I thought you were going to go for. Oh, uh, what, what shape did you think I was going to go for? A dick. Okay. I mean, I don't really want ground beef dick in my butthole, but y- to each their own, you know? Anyway. 
Any hoozle. <laughs> Any I have, hoozle. I have a um something that will enrage you. Uh-oh, I'm ready. Uh, are you ready for this? Everyone, sure. strap into your seatbelts because Bowsette is gone. And everyone is talking about how Daisy doesn't blink. And people are up in arms about it. And they're like, Peach blinks? But why does Des- Daisy always have this, like, death stare? She never blinks. And people were on, what? of course, r slash gaming. And talking about, oh, like, I, see... I unfollowed r slash gaming. Oh, un- obviously. This, someone actually wrote an article about... <laughs> Nintendo fans are creeped out by Daisy not blinking. Um, I don't think Peach blinks in Mario Tennis. None of them par- blink in Mario Tennis. I don't... Uh, let me trying to read this article but uh but i i do know this they just did like a poll of the top players after the recent buffs and nerfs in mario tennis aces they've ranked daisy number one s tier <gasps> finally she's getting she's getting the uh, everything she deserves and they nerfed peach too but she's still s tier as well they just need to remove peach from the game right that's the nerf we all need. Uh-huh. Nerf her from the still, planet. That game is still fucking awful, by the way. And now that Nintendo Online exists and you have to pay to play a fucking five-minute ten- tennis match online, nobody, you can't find a match online. Don't you love that? It's the worst. It's fucking awful. Anyway, oh, I will go. I will die happy if I never hear the name Bowsette again because Peachette <laughs> was already problematic to me. Also, <sighs> should we just, could I just continue getting mad? Yeah, please Birdo, go for it. I'm ready. Birdo's mm-hmm. not in Super Mario's party as a playable character. I mean, and Monty Mole is. Who the fuck is the first choice is Monty Mole? Fucking Mole. <laughs> he was in Super Mario World. Who who cares? He was yeah, an that's enemy. like the only game that I remember him in. Monty Mole was in Super Mario World. That's it. I would never. And if anybody, let me tell you, if I had my own party where we were playing Super Mario's parties and mm-hmm. one of my friends picked Monty Mole, I would say, get out of my house and never get your Monty Mole back. out of this Monty hole. <laughs> you. Oh, my God. Do you remember that uh, reality show where they had to, like, find the mole? No. What when world someone, are you living in? Not like a mole on your skin, but like who's the traitor? Yeah, it's like a dermatological game <laughs> it's show. Like a, it's like it's find like the skin cancer. Yeah, it's like an anti-cancer <laughs> show. Anywho. Oh, that uh, sounds horrible. What kind of show? That's how you like weed out your friends, though. But Birdo! Birdo didn't get put in Mario Tennis Aces until this month. And um, but so they already have the voice lines. They already have the character model. Just put her in Super Mario Party. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know who they did put in there, though? Besides Monty Mole? Who? Pom Pom. Who? Do you remember Boom Boom? No. Exactly and exactly. <laughs> Boom Boom is this little shit that tries to crawl up a wall and drop on your head. I think in Mario 3, but he's in some other ones, too. That's his Basically, name? I didn't know that. What they did is they turned Boom Boom pink and put a bow in his hair, and now she's Pom Pom, and now she's a playable character, because everybody wants to play fucking Pom Pom, apparently. No. Nobody wants to play Pom Pom. We want Birdo. I cannot wait for, like, the class action lawsuit you're going to file for this. I'm just so upset that literally every time they make a new character, a new female character in Nintendo, you just can imagine all of these men sitting around the boardroom and they're like, we need a new character. We need a new female character. Which which male character are we going to put a bow on and turn pink? Literally. Literally. You got Toadette. You have Mm -hmm. Goombet. You have Dixie Kong. There's a mm-hmm. character named Bombet. They just add et to the end of it. Literally. Add et to the end of it, turn it pink, and put a bow on its head. Give it eyelashes. I can, like, almost, heaven forbid I say this, get on board with Princess Peach. Like, because I don't hate her because of, like, uh, her feminine. Wow. That's mm-hmm. not why I hate her. I love that she, you like, You hate her because she's a it. bitch. I hate, that, I hate that she's designed, well, she's designed to be kidnapped, but she's designed to be quiet so that the men can talk. And feeble. She, yeah, she's designed to just, like, be the perfect man's woman mm-hmm. in a crazy You're sense. not wrong. And that's, that's what pisses me off about Peach. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Anyway. Daisy, Yikes. chill out and take a blink, sweetheart. Okay. <laughs> take blank take a couple a blank. times. Blank if you're alive, girl. Blank if you're blank if you're she's too blank if you're still with blank. us. She's scared of Mario, honey. He blew up her kingdom. Oh Lord. Fuck, I'd keep my eyes wide open on him too. 
Oh, honey, eyes wide open, honey. Mmm. Is that a song? Well, there's um a movie that that cupcake song was like eyes wide open, eyes wide open, eyes wide open. Something about a dick. Something. What? Something. Cupcake? Yeah, cupcake. Cupcake the rapper person? with two Ks. Yeah, she's like she's a gay icon. She only raps oh, about like sorry. sucking dick. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. My Jesus, Jesus. Oh Jesus, Jesus. Gee golly. Um, Gee golly, I want to I wanna give a quick shout out. I'm going to give a shout out about this every fucking podcast until the November election, because fuck you, vote. Go to votesaveamerica.com to um, enter your email address, figure out all your voter information by your state. It's a great website. It's by Crooked Media. Votesaveamerica.com. Go get registered to vote. Vote in these fucking elections coming up so we can take back Congress. There you go. That, ta-da. Register to vote, you fucking assholes. If you aren't and in America... Vote doesn't matter if you live in D.C. Yep. Remember that. Or, or Puerto Rico, right? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't have a representative. Actually, I think we have one, but she's, like, not allowed to talk, and she can only... She doesn't have a vote. Is she peach? Right. <laughs> right? Uh, go to votesaveamerica.com, and um, please register to vote. I will keep shouting this out until the November elections, so I will keep reminding you. Anyways, where's Mario 2? Where is Mario 2? Okay, here's here's the thing. Please vote. Here's the thing about the Nintendo. Oh, God, I'm so gassy. Oh, God. We stand a gassy queen. Oh, yeah. I love a gassy antelope. Um, (laughs) The thing about the uh, how much of the NES virtual console, whatever the fuck have you played? I played it for about six minutes. I tried every single one of them. They, from what I can tell, they mm-hmm. went through every NES poll ever made and they picked the lowest ranking games <laughs> in terms of fun and ported them onto the Switch. There is a pile correct. of shit other mm-hmm. than Mario 3. It exactly. is shit. Where's Bubble Bobble, honey? Where's Where Mario 2? Where is Bubble 2? Bobble? Listen, and now they're coming out with three more. <sighs> open golf, open tournament golf, Solomon's Key. Who is Solomon? And Super Dodgeball. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I tweeted at him. I retweeted it and I and I used the clap emoji. Where is Mario 2? There you go. Well, you can that's always hack question. your Switch and put like a billion NES ROMs on it now because that's all supported. And I know, but I feel like they're going to like shut down my Switch if I do that. I mean, yeah, there's like really like strong anti-piracy measures with like the Switch. Like, like they, they can detect whether something, some system file has been changed and they can ban you online. So yeah, it's like, it's very, it's a, it's a very gray area area sort of situation but the thing that i'm pissed off about is that you can't remap the buttons like right? it's so it's so awkward playing nes games because like you have to use like the top two buttons you can't like run you i need to be able well, to remap like, the buttons so it's comfortable to play it's, it's like not comfortable to play a, these games yeah and you want to use y and b exactly yeah and it's like y'all you, y'all didn't think about this before you released it like come on like your qa team is has their thumbs up their ass and they aren't even thinking about the important things like the the one like in the wii u of all fucking consoles you could re- you could remap the buttons in the virtual console easy the fact that they didn't even think about that for this they're like oh we don't need this it's like what that's like standard practice when it comes to emulation you got to be able to remap your controls because the controller that you're playing on isn't the original controller so ergonomically it's going to be totally different Different. Yeah, so you gotta it figure that shit out. Unbearable to play some of the Mario games where you like need them to hit the run button for momentum. Yeah, I was playing Mario three for like six and a half minutes, and I was getting frustrated because my hand was cramping. It's like, no, this isn't yeah, how it's it supposed sucks. to be. Anyways, get your shit together and give us Mario two. Get your fucking shit together, god damn it. Where's Birdo? Mario two. Ugh. Birdo. Much, where is Birdo? Birdo's in Mario two, waiting, just knocking on the glass, being like, or whatever the sound Birdo makes. Wow. I don't know. Offensive. Is that offensive, offensive to Birdo? Birdos. Birdos everywhere. You know, she had a voice actor in one of the games. Like what? What was it? Super Mario Advance, where they like port- really it was ported it. Yeah, she's like. You won't get away this time. Like, it's a voice. It is the scariest thing you've ever heard in your entire life. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure after hearing you do a rendition of it, I don't want to hear the original. You sound like a ghost that's drowning. Oh, no, thank you. Petition for me to do. I just want to be a voice actor in one game. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Just one line. Give well, me a I background that, person, or you know, an, here's an here's a throwback. I made a a patch for Left for Bed, Left for Dead Two, where you oh, voiced yeah. the witch. <laughs> <laughs> I never finished that patch, but I should have. It worked though. We used mm-hmm. it. It didn't. Did. <laughs> maybe it didn't cover all the voice lines or something, but they were great. But some they of them. Were it was it was Joe voicing the witch in Left for Dead Two. God, bless. oh, it was great. It was. What did <laughs> I? I remember. Mostly, I just like pretended I was a drunk girl who lost her cell phone. I think yep. I actually say yep. I lost my cell phone. Yeah, you're just wailing and being like, oh, where's that's my that's cell what she's phone? Like. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she looks like in literally. the game. Yeah, she's she like stumbling around. It's like, like what are you I doing? know that girl because I've been that girl. You know what I mean, honey? Truth. Preach, We've honey. We've all been that girl. Okay. Honey. Anyway, should we uh, move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joe. Yeah. What's your favorite thing this week? Mine is a Chrome extension. And don't listen. Don't get mad at me if you find out in the future that this thing's been collecting your info and I promoted it. Okay. Oh, it probably is not an endorsement. I use this app. Um, It's called Honey. Oh, my God. uh, Honey. And was it your favorite thing one week, maybe? No, but I used it like four years ago. I love it. I know it's been around forever and Justin uses it. And I was like, oh, my God, it actually works Mm because I was using it. Usually, like if I'm checking out on a site, oh, my God, follow up from my uh, what's the doctor? Eye doctor called optometrist appointment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotten two new pairs of glasses online and uh, they were less together than one pair of frames from his place so boom and that's like before the lenses so anywho Mm -hmm. um yeah i i i usually like type in x site promo code you know before i check out any site but it basically skips that step for you but what i really like is on amazon it shows you the price history of an item like hey the price of this item has changed like twice recently yeah and i never i I never would have realized that so uh that's what i've mostly been using it for and then it'll Mm. also recommend like i've been i was looking for this mic stand before we started recording and um the one i'm going to end up getting wasn't even listed as like a a similar item except i went into honey and it was like oh honey here's a similar item you may not have done seen and then it gave it to you look at that look at that honey see okay i used honey like four years ago but it never worked so i stopped using it apparently it works way better now but i remember having it i I remember having it installed it it didn't do like the fancy like uh price thing on amazon it only like looked for coupon codes but it would just like never worked like every site i went to it just never had a coupon code so maybe i should reinstall it now and and uh if it's actually like working and actually finding legitimate coupon codes to work because girl always i'm always here to save some coin on my online purchases love a good cuban love a good cuban oh did you say cuban also that um also i need to retract one of my favorite things Uh uh-oh so i finished shadow of the tomb raider Uh uh-oh it was my favorite thing two weeks in a row. I want Uh-oh. to retract at least one of those weeks. Oh, okay. So you, you aren't going half of the double. Game is good. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I, my initial recommendation was, oh my god, finally, there's not a lot of combat in it. Well, at the end, there is a lot. Mm. And it just felt so disjointed. Like the first half of the game, there's a lot of exploration and it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of like challenge tombs and doing shit. And then at the end, it was like so rushed, in my opinion, with Mm. so much combat. And I was just like, I don't know. Like I I finished the game with only 70% completion percentage Mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, So there's clearly a lot of tombs and other small side quests I didn't do. But like it just I wasn't expecting the end to be near. And then it was just over. It was. Yeah, it was. I don't know. I feel like they lost momentum and threw on an ending, honestly. Yeah. But whatever. It happened. Is Is it still your favorite Tomb Raider of the newest iterations? Still my favorite out of the trilogy reboot. But out, what would you give it out of 10? Mm, 6.8. Okay. Potentially right. a 7. I give it like a C. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. A C plus. It's not whatever. Are you going to uh, uh, 100% it? I don't know. I've been playing. Uh, so I've been recording my other save file for my channel. And I've been using the classic Lara skin. It's the Tomb Raider 2 skin. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's all polygon or whatever. And that makes it so much more fun. Really? It also makes it hilarious because th- this game is trying to be a little bit over emotional in some places. Mm. And Laura's expression doesn't change when she's uh, in her Tomb Raider 2 skin. <laughs> she's just like the default, like, she's stone just, face. Exactly. And it's amazing. Nice. Um, but I think some of my viewers are getting frustrated with me. So, well, gotta change their outfit. Go change their outfit, honey. Go change their outfit. But yeah, that's my favorite and retraction of the week. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm, um, you know, sometimes your favorite things become your le- your less favorite things. Oh, that's depending so true. on the things time. that happen. You know, if I could turn back time by share, you know, time changes all time mm-hmm. and it's like, time and truth tells all truth and time. It's like a time, ta- tells it, truth like and a time, time machine. And- mm-hmm. <gasps> all I need is time machine. Is that share covering Robin? Yes. Oh, I listened wow. to Honey and I didn't like it. Oh, no. I know. It was just boring to me, but I didn't hate it. It just, oh, I well, just that's didn't good. love it. Um, I like it. Yeah, no, that's it's, good. I'm, yeah. No, but no, I understand a lot of, no a hate. lot of gay, a lot of gays online were like complaining that Honey wasn't like a bop. And I was like, well, I, well mean, I don't need it to be a bop, but I just, I feel like she was it. trying so hard to do, like, you know how it's, it's not super like syncopated, her, the like, mm-hmm. it's got some really off throwing off beats yeah it's like the the way she sings in it is very it throws you off Mm -hmm. um and i I didn't i thought it was too much too much too young too young too too young much and free wonder midnight moonlight who i don't know her i'm just Um, well doesn't her album come out at the end of the month or something i think so isn't it like the 26th or something like that well we'll get a full review we'll see what happens we'll see we'll see anywho good, good favorite thing what's your favorite thing my favorite thing this week is a video game. A video game. Video game. Wow. Um, it's called The Messenger. Have you heard of it? Have you played it? Do you know anything about it? I feel like I've heard of it. That's all. So it's an action platformer, so you'll probably hate it. But it's on the Switch and for Microsoft Windows. Wait, Microsoft I love Windows 95. Games. I love but action it, games and platformers. The problem, Joe, is that you can't, A, you can't cheat in this game, and B, it's super Listen, fucking difficult. That the messenger game <laughs> the messenger game. oh it's, yeah yeah it's uh, based off of like a ninja gaiden sort of style for the I've nes seen a lot about it on uh like the nintendo switch reddit i think yeah there's a lot of people it's it's getting really really good reviews it came out like i think a month ago ish i think i think it came out in the end of august or something um but i got done playing it oh like a couple weeks ago and it, I, oh, I died so many times. It's like difficult. It's difficult in kind of like the um, Celeste sort of way that it's difficult, where just like things just get progressively more difficult and progressively harder. Um, but unlike Celeste, there aren't like options for you to like make it easier. Uh-oh. It's like you have to deal with it being fucking hard. Uh-oh. So it took me a long time, and you die a lot. But um, the story was really good. I really like the art style. I it, what's interesting about it is that there's a like a third of the way through the game, like you start out in an eight bit world, and then a third of the way through the game, you get this ability to time travel into like the past and the future. And in the future, everything's sixteen bit, so all the sprites change from eight bit to sixteen. 16-bit, all the music changes to 16-bit, so it's a really cute cool sort of gimmick that they have in it um, because you're doing a lot of backtracking throughout the game because like you go through the game fully and then you have to backtrack through it in 16-bit and collect a bunch of stuff um, which apparently is very Ninja Gaiden. I've never played Ninja Gaiden. It came out for the NES um, but apparently like this is very heavily inspired by that game and that series. So um, unfortunately it's only for Switch and Windows so if you have any other consoles you can't play it as of yet. Um but it's by Devolver Digital, so maybe they'll port it to other things soon. But it's getting a lot of really good reviews, and I recommend it if you're into action platformers. Um, the controls are a little bit difficult to get used to because you can double jump, but you have to like swing your sword to do another jump. It's a weird gimmick, but once you get used to it, it's it's easy. But it was something I had to get used to. Um, so yeah, the um, soundtrack is really good. The art style is really good. The story is funny. Like the there's some cute writing in it um, that made me laugh a couple times. So I'd say check it out if you have it for Switch or Windows, and you're looking for kind of a um, an action platformer that we, you want to get frustrated at multiple times. Then I'd say you should pick up the Messenger. Um, I don't know how much it is. I think it's like twenty dollars on Switch or something like that. That's a board. Um, 
a Borgen, yeah, no, it's not like a it's not like a, a AAA title for like sixty bucks or something, but it's like what Kirby it, it should have been. I, honestly, like every time you mention Kirby, I'm just get sad for you because I, just get I can't. Mad. I'm mad I just, about Kirby. Uh, I wonder how much time they spent in the development cycle for that Kirby game, like 14 minutes. Uh, yeah, like making the maps and shit <laughs> for sure. I mean, like 14 a, minutes a is about thing. the game length, so. Oh, it's so sad. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to check it out because it sounds really awesome. I've read it's a lot super about fun. it, but like with indie games, uh, I love Celeste and stuff, mm-hmm. but I did too. Like, sometimes I'm hesitant with them. So, cause yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. people really talk them up and then they're like still shitty. Exactly. But yeah. um, I'll have to give it a go because uh, I've been looking for a, a nice little handheld game. I feel like it might be a good game for you to rage at on stream if you're interested. I've never gotten mad. <laughs> You've never gotten mad on stream ever. I've never lost my cool. Mm-mm, okay. Never. Never. Just never done that. Mm-mm. Never. Never in a million years. Mm-mm. No, absolutamente. No. Well, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Good recommendations. Uh, Thank and you. We do have a an email. Uh, an emu. Let me pull this email up real quick, honey. It oh, is honey. from Michael. And Michael says, hey, guys. So I've heard Sam mention a few times that he goes to therapy. And I was wondering if he could slash would share more about that. I know it's an extremely sensitive and personal talk- topic, but I've been thinking about seeing someone myself. And I know there are others out there doing the same. I just have questions about what exactly goes on in a therapy session and what benefits come from it. Is it just an opportunity to venture issues to a stranger or does the therapist do something for you that truly helps thanks love you both michael oh good question michael i've never been to therapy ever i don't know what that is who are you where are we i uh obviously sam goes to therapy every week Mm. i can speak limited about it because i went in college Mm -hmm. um but feel free sam doesn't justin go to therapy he does uh like monthly um i honestly think i'm looking for another therapist at this moment in time i Mm. honestly think that everybody should go to therapy uh, honestly right it's weekly or bi-weekly or once monthly i think everybody Mm. in the entire world could benefit from going to therapy it's uh, right they they do help you a lot it's kind of like a listening and then sort of adjusting your thought processes is how i would kind of describe my experience with it they try to help you think in a different way than you are think about situations Mm -hmm. differently to change your outlook um and yeah like help you understand yourself more so that uh you make better life choices ish right sometimes yeah i remember they would give me homework like every time you say oh i have to do this say i want to do this because Mm -hmm. it was one of those like i was having problems like taking on too many things at the time right um so that's my experience with therapy i loved it sam has more so i i have been i've been in therapy for a while so i'm trying to remember the first time so i initially got in got into therapy um my parents made a couple appointments for me right after i went through my first like bad breakup which was in college i was home for christmas I was home for like Christmas break or whatever. And my parents had this like um, when I actually when I came out when I was like 15 and I told my parents that I was a big old gay bo, they were like, oh, God, we don't know how to handle this. We need to talk to someone about it. So they went to therapy. They went to like a, a, a just a couple sessions with a therapist. And it turned out that this therapist was a big old lesbian. So she helped them out like tremendously. And um, so they were the only therapist that they knew of. And so they got they set up an appointment, you know, with me. They they asked me first, they were like, you know, maybe you should try talking to someone about this, talking about your breakup, like blah, 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 because you're like, really, you're fucked up. And I was like, I know. And so I went to her for just a, like one or two sessions because I was only home for for a little bit amount of time. And then when I moved to, when I went back to Boston um, after Christmas break, I found a therapist on my own um, and started going to her. And then um, when I moved back to Montana, I wasn't in therapy for for like a year. And then I got back into it. And I've been seeing my therapist here in Missoula for about three years. Um and so, yeah, I the, the thing is, the thing with therapy is the type there's different types of therapy, the type of therapists and the type of therapy that I've always done. It's called cognitive behavioral therapy, which is called CBT. Um, and that's the stuff that Joe's talking about. It's it's about reframing thoughts and essentially teaching yourself not to h- kick yourself while you're down and to kind of like reframe 
negative emotions and reframe negative thoughts and try to think about things in a different way. And I've had really, really good success with it. It's definitely work. And the thing that I that I have to always say about therapy is that I, I you always hear about people getting forced into therapy like I like oh my when you hear about like a like a uh you know manic 16 year old it's like oh my parents put me in therapy or whatever therapy like only works version therapy that's a whole different type of therapy honey oh <laughs> that ain't honey. therapy honey that that's, ain't therapy honey that's, that's torture abuse. yeah that's abuse um so therapy only works if you want to do it and you want to put the work in because you can't you can't ask for help and you can't get help with things unless you're able to verbalize it and you're able to like talk about it and some things that you need to work through it's uncomfortable to talk about and so you have to like be willing to take those steps forward and be able to talk about those things that you want to talk about and the things you want to work through which is why therapy doesn't work for people who don't want to be there that's why therapy doesn't work for parents who like force their child into therapy it's like if your child doesn't want to talk in therapy nothing's gonna get done like you're wasting your money so yeah i went to therapy you know every week for a long time but over this past year i've gone once a month because i haven't needed to go um that much it got to a point where like i was going to therapy every week and i didn't have much to talk about so she's like well you know it sounds like you're doing good how about i just see you once a month and it's just a perfect amount of time to like you know i mark things down on in my google keep or whatever like things that have bothered me things that i need to talk about situations that i've been in where i feel like i could have emotionally handled it better and i kind of make a checklist of things like okay these are things that i've noticed and i'm aware of that i want to talk about and see if i can get some tips to handle and do better next time i go to a, a therapist session so i recommend it a lot um i've had really really good success with it it's a combination for me it's a combination of therapy and medication but i was just just in therapy um the first time i went to therapy when i was back home and then when i was in boston i was in therapy too i only started medication when i moved back here so i was in therapy for like a year ish just that with no medication and i did get i did reap some benefits from it but i needed something more and so we supplemented it with with an antidepressant which definitely has helped me out tremendously but i think the combination of having a psychotherapist to kind of talk out your feelings and figure out you know to reframe your thoughts in combination with an antidepressant was really is like a a really good key thing for me and they both kind of work in tandem for me specifically so i totally recommend it um and how i got started how i found my therapist is i think i just went to like psychology today um and you can like search therapists in your local area and hit them up and it works like all there like most therapists i think are on um psychology today and it's like a database of therapists and some of them like show like oh do they take my insurance what do they specialize in are they lgbt friendly do they specialize in lgbt stuff like i have a i have a friend who has a therapist like my friend isn't trans but her therapist is and she's like very interested in that and she's like she's my friend's queer but they both kind of are on that same spectrum of okay we're both part of the the lgbtq community so that's nice that we kind of talk about this and we feel safe in this space etc so if you are interested in um therapy in general or trying to find someone i would suggest psychologytoday.com and you can type in your zip code and and see therapists in your area they also have psychiatrists treatment centers and support groups you can look for but i use psychology today to find my therapist that i still see um and i've been seeing her for three years and i've had really really good success it's obviously not for everyone um and you have to put in the work there is work involved and it it can be grueling and it can be uncomfortable, but if you want to put in the work, then um, I've definitely seen benefits from it and I totally recommend it because it's really nice to have that third person to bounce ideas off of and to kind of telling you like, oh no, you're treating yourself like a piece of shit and you're not and here's the reasons why, you know? That's always my problem is I, I was always kicking myself while I was down and I just had this the lowest amount of self-confidence and self-worth and reframing those thoughts through therapy um, and, you know, medication especially has made me feel like I am not completely worthless, which is a really good trait to have. So I recommend it fully. Um, and so, Joe, maybe if you're if you're looking for a therapist, maybe you could use psychologytoday.com, who's not sponsoring this podcast. I've just used them before. No, thanks. No, thanks. <laughs> Goodbye no, there's forever. A, uh, there's an LGBT center here that, uh, which is another thing to look for in your community. Yes. Because um, I do all my doctor stuff there too. There's like a whole, they focus on LGBTQ health, but obviously anybody can go. But you know, since they focus on that, that they're a safe environment and they have every sort of doctor. Right. They got infectious disease doctors, uh, dental, they do therapy there too. So 
Love that. Love it. Good. Okay. I would say. Well, there you go. I guess that's all I have to say about that. Dog cake during that. Mm. (laughs) I liked it. It gave me some time. Ooh. Uh, No, Sam knows a lot about it, so I'm glad you got to you got to do that. Got to, and hopefully that helps, Michael. Yeah. There you go. Thank you so much for the question, Michael. We appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much. And uh, you can always send us more questions. We do need more. We're at that point. Uh, Sam lets you know how to get a hold of us whether it's email, text, or voicemail in the outro. And we will be back next week with a regular episode, but we'll also be here this weekend for all you lovely Patreon patrons with a bonus episode. Oh, love a bonus. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at theshowsamandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash theshowsamandjoe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments, or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on... The The Show. Show!